The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. It's the Cigar Authority After Show, and it's brought to you by Romacraft Tobacco. Since 2010, Mike Rosales and Skip Martin have focused on the simple and time-honored task of combining quality tobacco, experienced craftsmen, and the right amount of time to bring you cigars worthy of the legacy of the centuries of premium cigar craftsmen that came before them. Whether you are revisiting the anti-prohibition era mindset of intemperance or getting in touch with your more primal side with a Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal, you are sure to find a blend in the Romacraft house of brands that fits the exact balance of flavor strength and body you are looking for in that moment when you're finally able to take a short break from the world to relax and enjoy a cigar the last thing you need is a complicated sales pitch simple yet substantial tobacco talent time romacraft tobacco the after show the after show the the after after show show. it's the after show everybody and uh we are here and we're open for business because it is Saturday afternoon, and we're open for business. Today, we're talking about the right hours to open a cigar shop. The right hours in the day a cigar shop should be open for your buying pleasure. And we brought this up on a MeWe call. Mr. Jonathan, you weren't on there. As Barry wasn't on the show today, you weren't on the MeWe call, which... Um, well, there's you, no such thing as a MeWe call. Uh, it was a clubhouse call. Clubhouse, and, clubhouse. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but it's a lot to, of the same people. I don't want to freak out our pals over in the MeWe land. Yeah, it, it's Clubhouse, and it's called, if, if you are a member of Clubhouse, the Cigar Power Hour. Cigar Power Hour is what you look for. It's, it's a little room, and we used to do it on Thursdays at 8 o'clock. And just a couple of weeks ago, Mr. Jonathan said, can we just please change it to Tuesday? It would be much easier for me. And then so what happened? And then he did a no-show. Oh. Well, I, I had... I had dinner plans with my uh, my friend. And uh. So dinner plans for him, hockey game for Barry. Uh, just no, even no. It's not even in the same league. Uh, the number of days that dinner? I've missed for any reason, or or number of hours I've missed for any reason. Uh, no, when when the bell rings, when the door opens, I yeah. I'm there to take the uh, the people's money. Hmm. But you had us switch it to Tuesday because people don't go. Out on Tuesdays so much. <laughs> a lot of restaurants are closed on Tuesdays <laughs> nowadays. Yeah, I can't help it. That, but they invited me over for dinner at All right. their house. I can't. All right. That's the uh, day they had available. It wasn't a restaurant then. So what I what I need to do is uh, every week look at my schedule and say, uh, this week we're going to do the call on Wednesday because no, that no, works no, for me. No, no. I'll just, we'll just do the best we can with so, what we have. So you went to somebody's house for dinner. Yeah. Are you a rude eater? Because you don't eat anything. I mean, uh, what, what do is, you do? No, what is great about this family is they are all on keto. So he only, he only has dinner with people that eat the same way Ah, that's smart. And if I'm going to someone's house, I just make sure I bring enough of whatever I'm bringing so that I would be fine. <laughs> so you just bring like bring a prime your own rib to somebody's restaurant. Or, yeah. to, I mean, to somebody's house for dinner. And you take the someone lift. has you over for dinner. You bring something over. You bring a bottle of wine. You bring a, a they don't loaf, drink a loaf of bread. You some, bring a, a they're mac not and eating cheese. bread. They don't. Some, they're not eating carbs. Some flowers for the host. And what do you guys sit around and say how much weight you're losing and stuff? And <laughs> you, wow, you can see my rib cage. We talk. Oh, wow, you, we do a, talk about the right. nutri- nutritive. Do you value really of need another foods? bite of that? Right, we don't need to eat this right now. You know, no. we could we could probably. You know what? Let's not eat, and then everybody <laughs> sits there and not to eat, eat. Just stare at each other awkwardly. Eat, yeah, eating issues. <laughs> um, 
Well, the cigar issues, the cigar store issues, and it was interesting conversation, so I'll bring you into this of what was discussed. And again, this is Clubhouse called Cigar Power Hour, usually on Tuesdays at 8 o'clock Eastern. Uh, we jump on there, and you're welcome to join us, anyone who's listening. What I like about it is it's not just us talking. It's open to everybody to talk, and you raise your hand, and we bring in, and we don't get to do that on this show. So that's why a lot of the times we do those power hours, it becomes an after show, a part of the regular show, because we learn something as it goes on. And, and, and you, I, Yeah, you can flush the, flush the ideas up. Yeah. So... Uh, what we did is ask the, the audience that's there, uh, if you had a cigar shop, what would the ideal hours be? You as a consumer for the cigar shop you go to, don't you wish their hours were different than it is? And if you had your own cigar shop, what would you make the hours? And there was a lot of people saying, oh, I would want 24-hour access. And again, this is the talk of a consumer and sure. not taking nothing away from them, but even somebody was on there and says, I'm actually opening a cigar shop, and I'm so glad to be on this and hear, hear this out. I've made a decision, um, and he came in halfway through the show. I made a decision on what my hours are going to be, and we are going to be open from 9 a.m. to 2 a.m., seven days a week. That's 17 hours a day. It's 119 hours a week. How and in I, the hell are you going to staff that? I said, oh, my God, you may want to listen to the end of the show so that I can say what I got to say on here as as one. It'll save you money to reprint the signs for the hours. Wow. But, of course, the consumer is saying, selfishly, I would want my cigar shop to be open 24 hours a day. But I know that's not realistic. It is a business. A cigar shop is business. As much as you think it's your clubhouse and a place to hang out, somebody has to pay the mortgage or the rent and the heat and the electricity and the taxes and the employees. Somebody has to stand there for 17 hours. A day. Seven days a week, which is not going to happen. Uh, if talk I about cover, burnout. I was burnt out listening to the conversation. If I had to cover a week of shifts and did 17 hours, I could do it. But not much more than that. That's... That's hazard pay. And in just a few hours, you're on vacation for an entire week. Yeah, What's this I'll, guy going to do? And I'll come, in, I'll come in on yeah, Wednesday to do the POS it, system. Psychologically, and, yeah. it, it's good. It's, it, it's a good psychological <laughs> thing um, that people are, they go on vacation. I'm not one of those people, but... Uh, you take a vacation every Sunday. Don't even start with that. Oh, every Sunday. <laughs> And believe me, you, you notice what comes home with me, right? I know. I know what the briefcase so, come home. I, I see what comes in on Monday. <laughs> yeah. Um, so not all retail is the same, and I, I will say it depends on the location and the type of cigar shop you're going to end up having. A cigar shop, where is it? Standalone building in a strip mall, in a mall. In a mall, when you do a mall location, you actually have to abide by their rules of there. So it, it's game over. And back in the day... Um, that's where cigar shops were in malls. So mm -hmm. those, those were the hours of it, seven days a week, and it was typically a 9 a.m. type of thing until 9 p.m. A lot of them opened at 10 in those days. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, yeah, mall rules. Strip mall, for instance, um, we have a strip mall location, only two of us, but it was a donut shop. Now it's a bagel shop at our Seabrook location. 
And boy, that works out good because having that morning business, the donut shop or the bagel shop, you got to imagine 6 a.m. to about 10 is the bulk of their business. We open at 10. So it ends up working well for us that way. How much business is going to be there at 6 a.m.? I, I did it all from, at the beginning. We opened at 6 o'clock in the morning, early on as Two Guys Smoke Shop, and then figured out what our hours are. And I hear from other retailers that saying, you guys have the craziest hours, right. 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., and that's it. You leave. Where the bulk of my business, this is another retailer talking to me, is after 6 o'clock, and you close then. And then I talk to them about it, and it's a giant lounge, and a little cigar store, and a whole bunch of people watching the game and all that. Is that a business? The, the question is, how much is he ringing up in sales? Yeah. from the, In those hours. Because if you're just open, and, and for the years that we were open from 6 to 8, you know, on Thursday yeah. and Friday nights, there wasn't any business rung up right. from 6 <laughs> on. In fact, by opening just for the guy that pulls up and you're standing inside anyways at 9.15. Hey, come on in, Jack. I, I know what you're looking for. Yeah. Let me grab your bundle it's for bigger. you. Oh, much that, bigger. That first hour of accidental sales, just waving somebody in, was greater than the two hours that we were staying open sure. later. Yeah. While you were tired. And that's the, the people that are there are also, and we love our customers, but they complain the most. They don't like change. Yeah. They're... Kind of yeah, a poison. Just a clubhouse. They just want a place to hang out and leave me alone. I want to watch right. the game or whatever. You well, have a house for that. If you have a liquor license, I think it's a different game at that point because you're selling liquor and now you're a bar and of course you're making huge profit margins and good sales on it. But we're talking about a cigar shop, and if you were saying, "All right, but I sell a lot of booze, I'm going to do it," why don't you take cigars out of the equation and not have cigars? at your bar, and you will not alienate 99% of the people that hate your place because you're allowing cigar smoking. And here I am, cigar shop Dave, that loves cigars and saying you to remove it. But as a business move, it's a negative to have cigars in right. your bar. Unless you're a cigar store and you served a drink, different story, but that's not what ends up happening. The mm -hmm. bulk of them become bars that allow cigar smoking uh, in them, and that, and that's where the difference comes. You had something to say, Ed? No, I was just going to say, at the time I was working here, yeah, th winter Thursdays between six and eight. Sometimes you wouldn't ring up a hundred bucks, right? You know, so it really doesn't make sense for a business. No, it's mathematically you're you gotta, losing you gotta, money, and you have to know what is your what's it cost you to put the key in the door in the morning and turn it. Yeah. You got to put all your expenses, include your labor costs, taxes, everything that goes into it, and say, okay, I need to ring up at least $1,000 when I turn the key. That's what has to happen. Now, of course, a snowstorm happens, and you have good days and bad days, and you can't say $900 days I shouldn't have opened today, and then the next day you ended up doing two, $3,000, and they average out. But if you consistently, from 6 o'clock to 10 o'clock, let's say you're open, don't do $100 an hour, right. which is what you need to do, let's say, in, in that uh, number. That example, yeah. Um, well, you, shouldn't you let it go or maybe rethink and your hours of I, operation? I think a lot of owners are, at best, for granularity, just looking at daily sales. And you really have to dive in oh, yeah. and look at it by, by at the least hour. hour. Yeah. I know in, in our location here in Salem, from 11 o'clock 
to three o'clock. That's the sweet spot hmm. for sales. We get a little bit from nine to 10, again, waving somebody yeah. in from 10 until 11. It starts to ramp up a little bit. And then you've got the 11 o'clock hour is number one. The 12 o'clock hour is number two. So, so for all brick and mortar, and this was a study that was done, Saturday from 11 to 1, coincidentally, while we're doing the Cigar Authority, right? <laughs> the number one hours of the week. Saturday from 3 to 5 is number two. Sunday from 3 to 5 is number three. And Sunday from 11 to 1. Um, I don't know if that's 100% accurate on our existing store, but it's not far off. Uh, I'm looking at our, our exact store as far as custom account, um, mixing all the days together. Um, it is certainly the sweet spot is from 10 till 2. Then it starts dropping off as it goes there. But you say, yeah, but I work those hours, those days. That's why we're open seven days a week. So you're able to come on those big days, those Saturday and Sundays. What do you get? Morning shoppers, and this is a study that was done, and see if this is uh, kind of accurate to our store. Morning shoppers are older people, unemployed, non-time pressured people, variety seekers, families with small children, and more women than men. Of course, not in our situation. Correct. Afternoon smokers are youngsters, young adults, people looking for new experiences, those without time pressure, and those who have no small children. And then afternoon or evening, uh, evening shoppers are busy, time-pressured people. That would be the person that would come in at 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock, we're getting ready to close. These yeah. people are under the gun, right? But they know exactly what they want. They go grab it. They're and in it's and over. Out. And that, that's what happens. Anything after those hours is somebody watching TV, and they may be watching TV in your cigar store. <laughs> they're, they're not shoppers. They're not good. Now, if you demand that they buy a cigar, okay, they bought a cigar, with or they burn the cigar. You're okay with them. They burned the cigar. Hopefully, they burned the cigar that they bought from your store. <laughs> you know, another, another problem thing that, that ends up happening out there, um, but... Dollars per hour and custom accounts per hour, our sweet spot is, uh, say, between 10 o'clock and 2 o'clock. Then it starts drop much stronger, and it drops off every hour after that ongoing. You're seeing restaurants that some restaurants, exactly the same. They're, they're hurting on staff. They're closing their slowest days of the week. What are the slowest days of the week? It is Tuesday. And it is Monday. So it first started off with them closing on Mondays. Then it became Tuesdays. Right. And now we're even seeing Sunday, Monday, Tuesday uh, because they don't have the staff. Another thing that happens is the lunch crowd, lunch specials and things like that, they typically don't make a lot of money. And you're seeing they're not opening till 4 o'clock. As it gets worse and worse of, of labor costs, they're starting to pick the sweet spots. Right. Uh, it's terrible, and I know, I know they don't they don't want to do it because I've talked to some uh, friends that own businesses like that and say, "What am I going to do?" You're going to obviously pick the worst times of the day. Now you're a cigar shop, and you say, "I'm going to open at 9 a.m. and close at two in the morning." <laughs> after you get burned out, after I got to imagine a month or so, you got to <laughs> hit the wall. You're going to say, "I guarantee you, okay, the 12 o'clock, the, the two o'clock in the morning is going to move to 11 o'clock at night." Um, 
your morning is probably going to stay the same, or maybe you're going to move from 9 o'clock to 10 o'clock and take one hour out of there and three hours out of there. And as you go down and you're starting to pick the sweet spots, you're going to narrow in from 10 till 6. Or if you got the liquor license and, and guys hanging out, maybe you'll go to 10. My, 10 to 10. My dad used to say, nothing good happens after 10 o'clock. I always um, said that. That's uh, my daughter. Nothing good that. happens Yeah, I after think that's a, a good point for the ones that are serving liquor. You know, yeah, It's going to just get worse the later it gets. If you're picking a 24-hour thing, to say I want a 24-hour thing, you've got to narrow it down into 12 hours. I would say 9 to 9 would be the, the best shot you got. Or if you say, I want to be open for the game and things like that, and you want to go to 10 to 10 and pick it. But this 24-hour thing, how about liability, that card access and all that Mm -hmm. stuff? I had the conversation actually with a a cop up here, and he was saying, yeah, there's there's places that have these 24-hour access and stuff like that. And we got into it, and they said, bad stuff happens there. Um, And it's liability on the guy that owns it. Remember, we had somebody up here saying, oh, I go to one in New York, and it's awesome that that ends up happening. Till real bad stuff started happening. Somebody gets some fentanyl-laced cocaine, and (laughs) the party's over. What I'm telling you, rape. Hmm. Rapes have happened inside there. Um, Drug dealing. uh, Real horrible, horrible stuff. I mean, it could be murders. There could be all kinds of stuff. Imagine owning a business and... Just here's the customer. Give them a key to the building. I just can't fathom it. And here was people talking about that. Yeah, 24-hour key access. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure that's a good person that's thinking that. I'd be fine. I'd clean up after myself, and I wouldn't make a mess. I had to snake a key, the bathroom key, out of the toilet (laughs) and then attach the key to a cigar box and write on the box, please do not flush. Yeah, They can't be trusted with a bathroom key. Yeah, It went down the toilet. No, they can't have a key to the business. Now, how much uh, effect does location have on the hours you want to stay open? Absolutely. So if you were a downtown location, let's say in the business district, um, office buildings and things like that, you know it dries up at 5 o'clock. Everybody (laughs) goes home and you just stand in there, right? Uh, So that's not going to work. Or you're in a place with all restaurants and stuff. Well, they come. A place comes alive at nighttime, maybe. right? And, and then the people think, "Oh, let's go have a cigar after right. dinner." Right. So that matters. Here we are. Our locations are definitely you get in the car and drive. It's a here. destination. Yeah. yeah. So that becomes a different thing. So people are getting in the automobiles, driving up here, grabbing their stuff, and going. Um, Nine to five type of thing is exactly where we should belong. We stay till six. We used to stay till eight for a good 35 years. Yeah. Uh, COVID had us drop it off, and we never looked back at that time. But <clears throat> nine to five is, is actually the right thing. We do 10 till six. Um, what do we do in business from five to six? Eight percent of our business is from five to six. It's not insignificant, but no, because that, that's the guy that's getting out of work at five and he yeah. can make it here in time. Yeah. So uh, you see certainly different online. When do you think the online uh, peak is? Two interesting uh, numbers that have here. Is it late at night? 8 to 9 p.m. is in second place, which is what, what I would expect. Absolutely. Right. When I'm after dinner, yeah, and yeah, you are sitting there yeah. and you say, "Okay, let me look at this thing." But the odd one is the first place from ten to eleven o'clock. 
And I'm like, how can that be? They're in work, shopping. <laughs> and some people admitted it. Oh, my God, I do that. Mm. You know, it's before lunch, right. and I'm already checked out and thinking about lunch. <laughs> and then next thing you know, I'm online buying, buying good bellies and, you know, <laughs> di- different foods or cigars in our case or whatever. Um, but that is the, uh, you know, some people will think the strength of their business is being open all these vast hours. But when it comes down to it, if you open all those hours, the cost of the hours that you're opening, you actually lose money. Hmm. Your, your employee costs, everything that goes along with it ends up killing you. And you really got to think it out, especially this guy. Did you guy's say strength? Strength. That was I was throwing to you, but... It's time for the Strength and Character segment. Brought to you by Camacho Cigars. Camacho Cigars, the icon of uncompromised values. Six pillars of character. We have gone through citizenship, caring, fairness, responsibility. There's respect, and we're on trustworthiness right now. This is weeding down, but build a good reputation. Hmm. Certainly when it comes to cigar shops, and we just went through our March Madness thing, and I saw old customers from way back, (laughs) and they had all nice things to say, and you have a great reputation, um, not only as a business, but as a person. So we're talking about personal reputation. Well, what's great about working for you is that you give us, and not just managers, you give the staff carte blanche to do the right thing. The customer comes in with a problem. We are to remove the problem from them and give them the solution. Not argue with them, oh, you bought that too far. Let me do what I can do to make this right by you. Now, not allowing them to abuse us either, but that first time the customer comes in with a complaint, we saw our humidor this morning. I was just going to bring that story up. So, you know, you get an ice cream cone. And you buy the ice cream from the, from the stand, and you get the ice cream cone, and the little kid walks away and drops the ice cream cone. And then they go back in line and say, I dropped my ice cream cone. Now, a couple of things can happen at that point. Oh, that's $3 more for another ice cream cone, or you give the kid a free ice cream cone. It's, it seems like bad business, but it's good business. Give the kid the free ice cream cone. Guy buys a Diamond Crown humidor for 300 and something dollars. Yeah. He said, listen, I'm anal. I got to really check this thing out. It's on sale, but I'm going to check, make sure everything's perfect and I'm okay. Buys it, leaves, and then comes back. How long? An hour later? An hour later. The whole side is all cracked and broken. (laughs) And so was the outside of the box. But everything was checked before he left. He dropped it. He smashed it, and we took it back. And I hate to say it out loud because somebody's <clears throat> listening and said some dirt bag or something. Okay, they're going to take back this three hundred dollar humidor. The guy's got to fill that humidor, and where is he going to buy his cigars if we took care of them? Of course, he's going to buy them. What here. a bad guy, though. I I listen. A, I, I a, agree with you. That was he a, did. He definitely he dropped screwed it. us. Mm-hmm. He definitely screwed us. And it could have went a different way. Come back and go, oh, my God, I ended up dropping the thing and I smashed it. It still works. It just looks bad. But he told us how anal he was and how it has has to look perfect. And here he ended up doing that. And then made us give him a new humidor because the humidor we gave him was broken. Broken. Which it it wasn't. (laughs) And who knows? 
we need to actually follow this guy for a year or so. <laughs> just to see you if You mean he, follow him to his house no, and stuff? No, but or? follow his sales yeah. and see if he has some, somewhat remorse and feel like, I got to buy a lot of cigars from those guys. I, I fucked him over. Hmm. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't do the step that he did. No, I've dropped not. the ice cream cone and then went in line and just bought another ice cream cone and didn't say a freaking right. word about it. Never mind a three hundred something dollar humidor. Ugh, I, I I don't like it, but it'll be interesting what happens because sometimes a bad thing ends up happening in a store, and I look at it as an opportunity to turn this guy into a raging fan. So over deliver to the guy and then watch and. I don't know. We're, I'm probably batting fifty-fifty that it, it turns out really good, and the guy becomes a raving fan and and a great customer for years and years. And then sometimes the guy's just a dirt bag, and he, he he tried it three times. On the third time, is you know something? Maybe you should be shopping somewhere else. He's just too much happy. Yeah, and that's the point. You're not you're not looking to be taken advantage of, but you you do want to be the guy who develops that level of trust with your customer. Yeah, but we don't want to be taken advantage of, and Correct. we don't want to be fools. And, you know, what's that saying? Don't mi- misunderstand my... Uh, don't mistake my kindness for weakness. Yeah, or stupidity. That <laughs> You think I'm stupid? To, I want to say to the humidor guy, you don't think I'm stupid, right? We all know <laughs> you, what... He asked me to walk away so that I didn't have to watch him inspect the de- he's like it's silly i'm going to spend 10 minutes inspecting every single one before i make my choice you don't have to stand here you've got other customers and i'm like you're right i'll <laughs> i'll go do my but thing as he re- and this is the same guy that ends up returning it after completely smashed and you want to say to him no you inspected this silly like you said you did and now you just smashed it in the parking lot of when you got home <laughs> you took it out and smashed it yeah holy god it's the wrong guy is he going to be a changed person after this? I don't know. Because no. he absolutely did the Maybe wrong thing. Maybe he feels guilty and comes so, in. Certainly not me. I have uh, At the end of this life that I'm going to lead, it's going to be, you know something? He was a good guy. He never fucked anybody over. He, he actually allowed people to fuck him over. And everybody gets one, by the way. You get to fuck me over once. Make it good. <laughs> make it good. <laughs> All right, so that's it. Hours of operation here at Two Guys Smoke Shop. As we open at 10 a.m., we close at 6. If you're ever in the parking lot at 9.30, let's say, come on in. Yeah. Because we open early and we close late. We're not the guys standing behind the glass waiting for the doors to open either. But if you're opening a cigar shop, really consider the hours of operation for your employees, for you, and certainly for the customer also. But it's not a clubhouse. It's a business. Make sure you uh, you uh, give that consideration. That is it for us on the Cigar Authority. Next week, what do we got coming up? We have Ram from El Artista coming up. We're talking Big Poppy, Buffalo 10, and opening day at baseball. We planned, but that ain't going to happen. No opening day, but we'll talk about that, too, on the Cigar Authority next week. Stick the lid into your mouth. You might like it. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.